Hey everyone, and welcome to the Growth Tribe podcast, where we're all about growing ourselves to create lives we effing love on our terms. I'm Ellen, and I'm a former biomedical researcher turned coach who fell in love with personal growth when it empowered me to transform my health, quit my PhD, travel the world, and start my own business. But don't get me wrong, I'm still figuring my shit out too, and I'm so pumped to share what I'm learning along the way. We've got amazing interviews, big stories, tips, tricks, and no bullshit action steps that we can all learn from. So with that, welcome to this episode of The Growth Tribe. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to The Growth Tribe podcast. Today, I'm really, really excited to talk about the language we use. And what I mean by the language we use is today... Forewarning, I might soapbox a little bit, but today I want to talk about what I believe to be two of the most dangerous words in the English language. And those two words, should and yes. Now I'm going to start with yes, because I feel like that's probably the one that the most people are going to be like, Ellen, what are you talking about? You know, yes is powerful. Yes means action. Aren't you action oriented? 100%. Totally. I am action-oriented. But when it comes to our productivity, yes can be a very, very dangerous word. So many of us say things like, I don't have enough time to work out. I don't have enough time to build my business. You know, I'm working so much, I can't be with my family as much as I want to be. And you know what I have to say to that? Bullshit. And the reason I say that, and I know that might sound a little bit aggressive to some of you, the reason I say that is, how are you spending your time? What other things are there in your calendar that you've committed yourself to, but that you don't actually give a shit about? How much volunteering for, you know, the school are you doing when in all actuality, you don't care that much. You're doing it because you think you should. And we'll get to should in just a second. How much time are you spending watching your favorite TV shows? And yeah, I'm all for R&R. I'm all for unplug- like unplugging and relaxing and taking some time to rejuvenate you. But in all actuality, how much time are you truly spending watching that TV show? We say yes to a lot of shit that we don't care about. And this is not specific to any one person because we all do this. You know, you don't have to have kids to be someone that is overcommitted to stuff that you don't give a crap about. You can be a graduate student because I did it too. I ended up being the social chair of my graduate department, even though I'd spent about a semester the year before dry. I wasn't drinking. I was DDing my friends, and yet I'd managed to be the social chair. And I didn't say no to that commitment. Granted, it didn't take a ton of extra time in my life, but it was still a thing that I committed to, that I could have said no to. I spent a lot of time when I was in graduate school being very, very flaky about some of my personal commitments and my personal goals because I had overcommitted myself socially. I was hanging out with people that, frankly, a lot of whom, and this is, you know, the people who are listening to this who are friends from graduate school, you know who you are if you're somebody that, like, I care 
so much about because you knew some of the the details of what I went through in graduate school. If you know that, you know you're not one of these people. But there were still people, and again, we all do this, that I was committing to hanging out with that I didn't really care to hang out with. And I'm sorry, that doesn't make me a bad person. And if you've ever felt this way, that doesn't make you a bad person either. To look at some of your relationships, some of the people that you're spending time with and say, you know what? I don't really enjoy spending time with this person. This person doesn't enrich my life in the way that I'd like. That's okay for you to say, you know, we don't have to get along with everybody. We don't have to want to spend time with everybody. And we don't have to commit ourselves to, you know, any every single volunteer project or every single, you know, thing that our, our kids participate in that exists. We don't. We don't have enough bandwidth. You hear me talk about bandwidth a lot because we don't have a lot of bandwidth. We don't have a lot of willpower. We don't have a lot of energy. They're a finite resource for us from day to day to day. So why are you spending that finite resource, that finite energy, time, willpower, engaging in things you don't care about? TV's an easy example. It really, really is because we all know that we watch too much TV, but I want you to take a look at your calendar and ask yourself how much other stuff on your calendar are things that you just don't care about. There's probably quite a bit, right? And if there is, I challenge you to start getting rid of some of that stuff. Yes is a dangerous, dangerous word because we say yes half-heartedly. We say yes to things that we don't actually care about. And that takes time and energy away from the things that we do care about. I'm 100% a person that says if it's not hell yes, then it's no. I think that's the exception to the rule. That yes can be a dangerous word, but if it's a hell yes, that's what you should shoot for. If it's a hell yes, Yeah, it's something that should be on your calendar. I almost said, hell yeah, it's something that should be on your calendar. You want the hell yes. You don't want the half-assed, half-hearted yes. So that's dangerous word number one. And dangerous word number two is one that I've already mentioned in this. It's should. Should is a dangerous word in our vocabulary. And the reason why it is is because should is usually a damn good indication that you're living according to someone else's conventions. Maybe that's a family member. Maybe that's a friend. Maybe that's some random ass celebrity that you happen to follow on social media. Maybe that's just society. But anytime you catch yourself saying should, there's probably an external influence there that you are letting influence you. Should is comparison. Anytime you catch yourself saying, I should do this kind of workout. I should be doing this kind of work. I should be spending, you know, more time with my family. You know, if one of your values is family, then hell yeah, you should. But if that influence is coming from anywhere else other than your values, who you authentically are, then fuck should. This is one of those episodes probably where the explicit rating is going to be earned because I feel so passionately about this. Should is a word that gets us into trouble. Should is a word that kept me on the wrong path for way 
too long, you guys. I was in graduate school for way too long because I felt like I should be. We talked about this a lot with some of our very recent podcast guests, our podcast interviewees. So many of them talk about how they felt like they should stay where they are because they should be grateful. They should be thankful. They should be so blessed for what they have. And you know what? You can have gratitude and be thankful for a great career, a great paycheck, benefits, whatever is the thing that you feel like you should be grateful for. You can express and have that gratitude and that thankfulness, but still desire something different. And we get so trapped sometimes in should that we don't let ourselves go for that something different. We don't let ourselves go for the things we want, the things that we dream about, the lifestyle that is according to our values, not other people's. If I had paid attention the first time I was saying should to myself, I would not have gone as far in my graduate program as I did. I started having inklings of dissatisfaction. Hell, not even dissatisfaction, but like straight up unhappiness, like borderline depression early in graduate school. Early. First couple years. And yet, I felt I should stay there. I should stay in graduate school because my school was getting paid for. You know, how many graduate students can say that? I should stay in graduate school because this is a career that inherently has respect. So I should stick with it. I should do it because it's what my degree was in. And I should do it because it's making the people in my life proud. They all seem like legitimate reasons, right? And we're super good at rationalizing things in that way and holding on to things in that way. But when each year, subsequent year, subsequent month sometimes that I spent in my graduate program was legitimately sucking the life out of me, making me more and more unhappy, making me feel less and less like myself. Like you guys know me. Like I hope I feel like you can hear it through the audio on this podcast. I am an energetic, enthusiastic, passionate human. <laughs> like if you've ever watched me do live videos, that comes across even more. But I hope you feel it in this audio as well. That's like my natural state. That is like naturally the kind of energy I bring to life. And we can talk maybe on another episode about, Ellen, how the hell are you so energetic all the time? Well, part of it is that's just my normal state. Part of it's what I do. But think about this. And think about that energy, that zest, that enthusiasm, that passion being gone. That's what should can do to you. So I want to ask, I want to ask you and I want you to ask yourself, what are you doing right now that you're doing strictly because you think you should? What are you doing? What are you engaging in in your life because society, a family member, a friend, some random ass person on social media is telling you you should do? Maybe it's a celery juice cleanse. You've already heard me soapbox about that. But what is it? There's probably something in your life that you're doing because you think you should, 
and not because it actually tangibly benefits you in any way, is something that you enjoy, is a dream or a passion of yours, there's probably something in your life. And I want you to pause right now. Should I pause with you? I can. But even if it means legitimately pausing this audio, getting my head out of your ears, I want you to take a moment right now. It can be 30 seconds, a minute, but like give yourself the time that you need because it might take some time to truly snap yourself out of the should state in all of the conventions that we all listen to. And I'm as guilty of this as anybody else. I run into should all the time. But I want you to ask yourself, and I'm doing it too as I'm talking about this, what are the things you're doing right now that you're doing purely because you believe you should? Should is a dangerous word. Should is comparison. Should is living according to what other people want for you and not what you want for you. There is a reason why on your terms is all over my social media, is all over my website. Because when you're living on your terms, there is no should. There is no comparing your actions to what other people think you should be doing, what the person you happen to follow is doing, whatever celebrity you aspire to be like or thought leader or whatever or expert is doing, it's what you feel you should be doing, what you feel you're being called to do, what is in line with your values, your passions. That should always be the aim. And as soon as you catch yourself, this is when language becomes very important. As soon as you catch yourself saying should, that's a red flag. Use that as a red flag in your life that as soon as you hear should, pause and ask yourself, are you doing this for you or are you doing this for someone else? Those are my two most dangerous words that I believe exist in the English language. Yes and should. And I hope that today's episode inspired you to reflect on your own life, reflect on the things that you're saying yes to that you don't necessarily enjoy, that you don't even necessarily want to be engaged in, and also to reflect on the things that you're doing purely because some outside influence in your life is telling you that you should. I hope you guys got something out of this. I hope it gave you a little bit of a kick in the booty. And I hope that it inspired you to make some transformational change. Speaking of transformational change, though, I want to tell you guys about something that I am so excited for. Like, I am stupid excited right now because right now we are in pre-sales for my monthly membership site, the Growth Tribe Academy. Yes, I have turned this Growth Tribe podcast movement into an online academy because y'all have heard me talk about how much I love personal growth, how transformative it has been for me. Doing consistent personal growth really helped me to lock in the changes, the dreams that I had for my life. I went from being somebody who didn't yo-yo diet, but was consistently bouncing back and forth from being 30 pounds overweight to being at a healthy weight, to being 30 pounds overweight, to being at a healthy weight, because I just couldn't lock in the lifestyle changes. I couldn't make them stick. I had all of these dreams too when I was in graduate school about building this coaching business, taking it you know, full time, doing this for real and spread, spreading a bigger message to all of you. And I faltered and I flailed. In both of those instances, neither of the changes happened until I started engaging in consistent personal growth. And I want to put that exact type of personal growth that changed my life so profoundly at 
your fingertips. And that is exactly why I have created Growth Tribe Academy. And right now, like I said, we are in pre-sales for this academy, which is going to include monthly brand spanking new video content, audio content, downloadable PDFs that ask you huge questions that will truly transform your life, as well as an online community and group live coaching support on a monthly basis. You can get it all right now during this pre-sale, which ends on February 5th for $17 a month. The prices are going to go up once we get to February 5th, but right now you can get this membership for 17 bucks a month And bonus, if you sign up for the annual membership, you also get four monthly one-on-one coaching sessions with me to hold you accountable to the changes you want to make. I am so excited about sharing this with you guys, and I hope you jump in on it. If you're interested, head to coachellen.com slash growth dash tribe. Once again, that's coachellen.com slash growth, G-R-O-W-T-H dash T-R-I-B-E. And I would love to see you in this academy. I want to grow this tribe. I want to engage with like-minded, growth-oriented individuals just like me and just like you. So if this sounds like something you'd be into as well, head to coachellen.com slash growth dash tribe. I will see you there. Thank you all for listening to this episode. I hope it motivated you. I hope it pumped you up and I will see you next week.